This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this show since the family of the foreign spouse actually came to the wedding. And I'm Kyle and Kim. I feel like I've been so lenient with you. By the way, I haven't been sick this entire time. I have been learning to do natural healing. <laughs> and I come back and you didn't even learn woodworking. Kyle, I don't care about your dead friends in the mines, okay? I don't feel heard. I don't feel heard. What an episode. Overall thoughts, Kyle. Uh, Pre-existing hatreds grew to psychotic levels. Um, I thought it was pretty compelling, except for Anna and Marcel. I never want to see them again. You know what, though, Kyle? We did not see Marcel get on a plane. I, I just know. want to point it out. We did not see Marcel get on a freaking plane, people. We did not. We technically didn't even see him go through security. No, we didn't. We saw Anna run out to her van bawling. We saw a producer faking like he had a ticket. We saw some stock footage of O'Hare mixed in with the Omaha airport. I, by the way, I love the Omaha Steaks uh, store in the background. M- gave me joy. Um, do you remember like a week ago when Natalie was like happily riding on the back of Mike's suitcase out of the airport? <laughs> that was like a freaking week ago in real time. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. He has not been there that long. No, no. About a week. I think he went for a week. So it was like three days of sort of happiness and then drinking beer in pajamas and now leaving. (laughs) That was a whirlwind trip. All I know is that every time I see Natalie, all I can think about is Last Hearth. And Mikey better make like Jon Snow and get the fuck out of there before he ends up like Ned Umber. Like stat. (laughs) Stat. Even the people that watch Game of Thrones don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. Maybe that's book knowledge. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah. I I enjoyed the episode overall, though. Uh, Some people thought it was a little bit boring, but I actually thought a lot happened. I mean, we had Bee's trauma. We had the Sinjin and Tanya like blowout fight. Just those two pieces were enough for me. I mean, Jasmine... The only thing that I loved about the Jasmine storyline was that he called Blake called her a porcelain doll, which is what you called her a few weeks ago. And it gave me joy. And Juliana and Sarah just like rolling around in her station wagon. I mean, how could you not love the be- the most popular couple on 90 day now? <laughs> Juliana and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was great. I don't know. Overall, I thought it was entertaining. Three Michaels this season. Never noticed. I didn't laugh at all this entire episode. I know. That's the problem. Yeah. We have a lot of hatred, but not a lot of laughing. That's the problem with this cast. Anyway. Um, we're gonna- I kind of laughed. Well, no. Okay. I, I laughed one time. And it when? was it was when I wasn't supposed to laugh, I'm sure. <laughs> are you going to tell us? Or are you I embarrassed cr- about it? I fucking cracked up when Marcel comes back for one last hug and a little bit peck. And then he just fucking leaves again. Yeah. <laughs> And Anna's just like sobbing. She was like, oh, he changed his mind. Psych. Not. (laughs) Sorry. Let me, (laughs) me, me bad. Bye. (laughs) Um, I have a, a whole like rant about how the producers or casting or whoever wanted Marcel and Anna to be the next, um, Jenny and Samet, but I'll save it because we have a piece of evidence to cover Kyle. Oh, is this my cue? 
No, 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 not that. That's, we got to save that one. Um, this is a massive spoiler. If you do not want the spoiler, skip ahead two minutes now. A picture surfaced of Marcel today on the Reddits, and it's of Marcel and Anna from January 11th. That's January 11th, 2020, for his 39th birthday, which means that he either doesn't get on that fucking plane or it's just pure fraud in. Pure fraud in. I guess it's possible that he went back and then they got married and then got a spousal, but I don't think mm. so. It, within a six-month period? He doesn't get on the plane. Yeah, he doesn't no get on way. the plane. Or maybe he even flies to New York or Chicago, and then he doesn't get on the plane there. I mean, I wish this hadn't been spoiled. I know, me too. Because everyone would be thinking that Marcel's gone by now, and they're the first couple in OG 90-day to not get married. I was so excited because I think that that, it makes it so much more interesting that we have two couples that were like, shit, I think they're going to break up. And I real I am not spoiled about Mike and Natalie. I do think that they actually break up, but it kind of sucks that it's spoiled for Marcel. I mean, and if you've been following the spoilers that we've talked about in previous weeks, we know that they had a marriage certificate. So I had two theories before I saw this picture. One was that they got married and did the paperwork just like Molly and, and what's his face did. Um, and then, you know, he went home anyway, or he left anyway. And then the other theory was that he just never got on the plane, which now there's only one possible theory. Don't get on the plane. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Anyway. Spoiler officially over. Get divorced. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Kyle, what shall we talk about first? You want to talk about Angela and my Kyle since they were first? I do. We had no Emily and Sasha this week. We had no Robert and Anna this week. Or sorry, Annie. So we'll start with Angela and my Kyle. Did you think that like Angela felt Angela seemed a little exhausted coming off the plane and not nearly as excited and giddy as she had on prior trips? I think it's the context of why she's coming. Mm. She feels like she's coming out there to clean up a mess. And she's also just been pumped full of a bunch of toxins. (laughs) Clearly. The Botox has has also stifled her energy, not just her forehead muscles. I've never seen that before. That pattern what pattern i didn't see on it on her chest oh what was that she was saying that was like from the botox on her chest yeah i didn't know you could do botox on your chest she has a lot of square footage that <laughs> she needs to <laughs> to handle kim one time when i was drunk in a hostel i had a really <sighs> great idea for a product called boob tox which you could inject into your boobs and just make them bigger, but only temporarily. Like if you were like going to prom and so, you had a nice dress and you just wanted bigger boobs for the night. So hard and swollen. Yes. And I'm not saying it's scientifically possible. And discolored. Yes. Like Angela's chest. Sounds hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you see my Botox, my cow? It um, kind of looked like a tribal tattoo. Or it did. I didn't hen- know that. Or like henna or something. <laughs> I can't. I didn't know it was the Botox. That's oh, so yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a next level. As I'm- soon as she starts quizzing him on what happened in the interview, oh. the hairs on the back of my neck went up because it's like countdown to nitpicking something that he did. Or usually she, she yells at him for... The wide space of things that he doesn't do. Yes. It's like, how are you supposed to like block and tackle Angela? 
Do you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. There's, I mean, Michael was a brave soul for even bringing that cake to the airport. Like now there's a cake in that car and it only takes her three minutes to start yelling at him. That is ammunition. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Brave man, that Michael. I can't believe you didn't mention the engagement ceremony, Michael. <laughs> He's like, they knew I was engaged. Like, ah, lesson one. Should have brought an evidence binder, Michael. I thought that you had to bring an evidence Should've binder to this interview. Should have brought a gigantic evidence binder. <laughs> I thought you had to show pictures of yourselves over the years, and you would think that there well, were pictures. Well, he had pictures. He gave her the ugliest clock I've ever seen. Can we talk about the clock? Did you? Lo- I thought the clock was a sweet idea, actually, on Michael's part. Of course it's sweet, but it's revolting. <laughs> I mean, it was ugly. My wife would leave me immediately. <laughs> it's I just c- super ugly. It's weird. Who wants to look at that? Should we? How tro- does that fit into anyone's decor? Well, Angela's. Hum- well, Angela's. Yeah, that'd be fine. Should we troll your wife and make one for her for no, like her birthday oh, and just sh- like. And record her reaction to it. Her reaction would be, oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. She would basically behave how she does when my mom gives her anything. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. a tough one. My mom sews. Yeah. Oh, oh. And she sends homemade gifts to my wife who just shudders and cries a little as she shoves it in a drawer for the rest of our lives. What do you think the logistics behind getting this clock made were? Like you go to the internet in Nigeria. Yeah, you, what you get it drop shipped. We, I could make a clock and put it on the ninety day craze store right now. What, oh, Angela and Micah? It's one of the products that we have available that Ooh. we could slap pictures on and sell to you guys. Hey, you guys want a fucking clock? Let me know. We should recreate this clock. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard. <sighs> All right, let's talk about the immigration lawyer discussion because we knew this was coming. If you watched two weeks ago, by the way, it feels like we have not had an episode for a month. Like, I I don't know why, if it was just the holiday and we missed the week and then I feel like I haven't seen a new episode of the show in forever. Like I had to get the recap of where we left off. I actually had to watch it. Um, The immigration lawyer discussion, I just, you knew that this was going to come up, that they had both gone to separate lawyers that had conflicting opinions. Of course they did. We skipped We skipped one thing. Oh, sorry. First of all, you're the most hard-headed man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't fucking yank the wheel into the side of the road because all of physics and reality had just been de- <laughs> like denied, right? If that's true, then it must also be true that I can fly. Yeah. So I'm going to jerk the wheel and run into the center lane because fuck it. Reality doesn't matter anymore. And then you also skipped over when the porn music came on. So funny. And she busts out the beep, beep. What was blurred out? I don't know. It was two words, which is confusing to me. Because it, you would think. Was it, it cock panties? It was, Wait. It was cock ring. Would they have beeped and. Uh, star, star, star to the ring. Like, leave in the ring. Give us a clue, TLC. Something, something, yeah. I want to know what it was. I bet it was a G-string, like a cock G-string. No, that's not. A cock G-string? cock G-string. <laughs> does, it, does it have just like a string <laughs> that goes over the dick and back? 
like a ru- it's like a rubber band that like inserts itself into your pee hole. I don't know. I was just trying to think of two words it wouldn't want to spelled out. Give us the first letter, for God's well, sakes. Like, also I, remember that this is the same network that beeped the word down. Remember? Go, go down. down. Beep. Yeah. So they Good probably point. would have beeped ring if it was cock ring. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Do you notice that they're in the same hotel as the previous two trips? That They have to burn that place. <laughs> Do you think the staff remember Angela? They remember cleaning up after them. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, my God. I just I will never forget from their first season they were on with her like wig was like hanging on the bedside lamp and handcuffs. Yes. So wrong. What the hell place? What? Where are we going? My cow? <laughs> what is this local food? That local food looked good. Has she never eaten anything there except like rice? Probably just rice and chi- maybe she tried lamb one time. Mm. I listen. I'm not going to comment on the food. It didn't look very appetizing to me. But the the Michael, you you you're so dumb. Yeah, you're so dumb for not ordering something that she would eat, and then transitioning into a difficult conversation. <laughs> Exactly. Why didn't he at least bring the cake so that she could eat something? How many times is it going to take before you learn this woman needs to eat food before you have a serious conversation with her? I know. It's incredible. He doesn't learn. <coughs> he doesn't learn. Awful. Hangry Angela does not is not agreeable. And, you know, we had a listener um, named Kate. She sent me a very long email, like detailing out exactly how Michael's visa is very different from Omar because we had compared them in a previous podcast. And, you know, because Omar was coming in on a K3, I forgot, a spousal um, because they got married over there. But she basically said their visa applications could not be more different. And she also mentioned that Angela's lawyer, while he, um, Lou, while he is a member of the immigration law society or the immigration lawyers association or whatever it is. It doesn't seem that that's his like main focus. And that means that he doesn't know jack shit. And she also, Kate also mentions that there aren't any public um, published statistics about uh, how many visa applications are approved or not approved based on specific situations. She has no idea how Lou just like pulled this 60% stat out of his ass basically. And she says that she would have followed the Nigerian immigration lawyer's advice. But she's Nigerian, Kim. <laughs> so what does she what does know? What does she know? I know. I don't get that. Did she go to school? Well, that, yeah. Do you think that was subtle, implied, just straight up racism? Yes. Yeah, probably. I mean, pretty much. Uh, unless she, unless Angela has some sort but of... But why would it matter to a random Nigerian person that they get married in Nigeria? What what benefit does that gain yeah, to the greater Nigerian society? I don't think it, that she thinks that she's trying to get scammed. I just think that she thinks... Angela thinks the American lawyer knows better. Period. Cle- clearly. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't think he does in this case. I really no. do think a K3 is the only shot they have. It's her family is right to come see me get married. It's, do you think Angela, do you think they're going to get I don't, married? Angela doesn't know what rights are. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know what they are. I bet she all. would say driving is a right too. It's a privilege. Yeah. So 
who knows? Do you think they're going to get married in Nigeria? Probably. I think so too. I think yeah. she needs that sweet, sweet Matt Sharp money. Yeah, for sure. I don't think she wants to end. Should we move on? Yes. Who do you want to talk about now? Doom music. Mike and Natalie. Yeah. Mike number two. You know that the storyline that TLC is going for based on the music they play in the first three seconds. Oh my gosh. It's hysterical. I know. This music was bad. It's a funeral dirge. (laughs) Okay. What does Natalie want Mike to apologize for? Or sorry, what does Natalie want Mike? Yeah, what does Natalie want Mike to apologize for? She keeps saying like, if you apologize or if you make a gesture, she says she wants action. And I'm like, what is he supposed to be fighting for here? She's manipulating him. It's it's really weird. She's trying to manipulate him into giving her an apology that she can then hold over his head. But what like? I just, if I were Mike and I was like, fine, I'll just apologize. I'll be the bigger person because I want to make up. I wouldn't even know the phrases or the words to use to apologize because I I don't know what he did. I'm sorry. I don't love Jesus. (laughs) I guess. So you think it's all about this religious stuff still? Well, that's the root of it, right? Yeah. What did you think about this initial conversation where Natalie says that she doesn't love Mike? I think I think the big thing that she wants him to apologize for is that conversation they had in the cafe where he was asking her questions, God forbid, right? Yeah. That he could have phrased that a little better. For sure. Yeah. And he could apologize for that. It's not really a big deal. I think that he did. Yeah. He did a lot actually. Yeah. I remember that Matt and Alla of many seasons ago, Allah, if you remember, because you've watched this season, yes. she like three days before the wedding was like, I can't say with certainty that I love him. Maybe this is a cultural thing. But how's that? How's that different from this? Uh, a, Natalie, big, oh, Natalie told difference. him. Natalie told him before many times. She has said, "I love you" a lot of times up until now. Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah, and in fact, watching the first scene, or uh, not the first, well, the the ITM that they were doing where they were filming and all this started when they were filming that I was a little bit on her side because of the all situation, which turned out fine. It is a cultural difference. Um, you know, she said pretty much the exact same thing that all did. I have feelings that will grow into love if we work on it, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay for me to not be sure. And that's true. Don't get married. Don't get married until you're fucking sure. Yeah. Um, it would be a lie from my side to say I love him. These are all the same things that all is said. And so watching this, um, you know, I didn't really have too strong of an opinion. I love Mike's reaction at the very end is fucking a classic moment now. Wait, which one? When he just, when well, he's like, just was- that's a fucking rap. <laughs> and then he just that leaves. Yeah. That is awesome. It's probably the exact same thing I would have done. <laughs> I love just the way yeah, he handled this. Well, <laughs> go hit the dusty trail. <laughs> he was so calm and like just his face the whole time. You could tell that. And he she's was, like, what? And he's like, just listening. Yeah. They cut it. You remember in the first trailer, yes. they cut it in the trailer to be like, he went, she said, 
I'm not sure I love him to immediately like just getting up and walking, but he stayed and listened and he waited for her to finish her thought. You would think that she would have had this discussion with him beforehand. Like, I'm not sure I love I don't know. This all happened so fast. It did. Looking at all this delicious food on 90 Day Fiance makes me so much hungry. How can I make a meal as delicious as Blake's mother's Caribbean shrimp? Luckily for me, I have HelloFresh deliver tasty meals to my doorstep. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit and makes cooking at home fun, easy, and affordable. With HelloFresh, I get mouth-watering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to my doorstep. Also, HelloFresh simplifies my life, cutting out stressful meal planning and prepping so my husband and I can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. HelloFresh is also flexible. I can add extra meals to my order as well as add-ons like garlic bread, which my husband loves, and even cookie dough, which is my one true love. Forget 90 Day Fiance, forget my husband. Cookie dough is a love of my life. Delicious. My New Year's resolution is about saving money and living more sustainably, and HelloFresh is helping me achieve both. Not only is HelloFresh now from $5.66 per serving, that's $5.66 per serving, I also don't waste any ingredients since everything is pre-measured, and HelloFresh's carbon footprint is actually 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals. This makes me feel so good about my choices. Go to HelloFresh.com slash CrayCray10 and use code CrayCray10 during HelloFresh's New Year sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash CrayCray10 and use code CrayCray10, that's C-R-A-Y-C-R-A-Y-1-0, during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. I'll also have a link in the show notes if you're driving. I want more couples like this. Me too. That are Even like, though they broke up. They're real. The fact that they broke up, it makes it better. And they're individual. I think even Natalie, they are both individually likable people. I agree. Who yeah. couldn't figure it out. And it's it was compelling to watch, I think. Yeah. Even with Natalie's like every quote unquote craziness that everybody's talking about, I still think that she's like, I don't think she's a bad person. She didn't do it. I mean, she tried to manipulate Mike and stuff, but she didn't. What There's like every single relationship yeah. that's ever happened. Someone's tried to pull something like that. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't think she's a bad person or anything. Yeah. Do you think she's going to get a ton of attention now? She is super hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you're into she, that White Walker look, I mean, <laughs> you know. Mike is going to be drowning in vagina. Oh, I agree, too. Mike Every, is going to be like, like. People are going to be driving from Seattle to try to hit that. <laughs> You've already been getting some messages, right? Oh, my God. Having my profile picture as, as Mike. On Facebook. On Facebook Kyle's has been bizarro <laughs> world. He gets these messages. <clears throat> Every day. insane. Every day. Hey. Hey, cutie, I'm from Squam. I and was going like, to come get a Christmas tree 12, from you. 12 paragraph essay about how I'm single and my life didn't go as planned. Just like you, we should talk oh my all man. the time, constantly. My name on Facebook is Kyle Cray. <laughs> it says I work at 90 Day Fiance Podcast. It says I went to elementary school in Western Supermare Grammar School for Boys. And I wrote the word aliens on my forehead <laughs> in the picture. How the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? Oh, Mike, I really hope you're getting as much attention as Kyle is. 
hopefully more. Although you probably have more followers because the season six, the season seven cast just is not getting the followership. That you might need to rehome Bojangles now that the information <laughs> about him is out. Okay, let's move on to Michael number three and Juliana. So in the previews, they made it seem like Michael was the one that was like ordering Juliana to clean the house because she was talking about like, I'm not just going to go clean the house. And Sarah's like, you need to stand up for this yourself. This is a complete hypothetical. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's true. He might be doing that. But the, what we, I love that Michael wasn't even, he wasn't even in this episode. In this episode. So I shouldn't say Michael and Juliana. I should say Sarah and Juliana, our new favorite 90 day couple. Um, okay. I want to know like 50,000 more things about this freaking cult. Oh my God, right? This is like Aaron Martin's wet dream. It's 90 day plus cult. It's like the best thing to ever happen to her. I can't wait to talk to her about it. Anyway, so um, what did you think about this cult storyline? It was fascinating. It sounded like to me it was a particularly particularly controlling sect of presumably Catholicism, but that it just like developed in this small town. It it didn't sound like a cult to me as much as just a very seriously authoritarian and dictatorial local pastor. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? Yeah. I know. That's just, it, it just sounded like it's, you're Catholic and this guy is like setting people up and running people's lives, which is more common in Latin America, just in ge- just like the, the way that the church interacts with your day-to-day life is very different than here. Yeah. I, I just think this whole story is bonkers. Like there's, there's gaps though. Like, and I know that because of editing and because the story is probably very long, they couldn't fit it all in the episode. I'm guessing like, I'm guessing Juliana went into detail during this conversation with Sarah about the whole thing. But the timeline was that 14 some modeling agent comes out to Guayana where she lives and they're from Sao Paulo. But then she says she's 15 when she goes to model in Sao Paulo, but she only goes well, she for three had, months. Yeah. She, she had to stop being such a fucking fatty. <laughs> God. First of all, she had to lose 10. They told her to lose. What did she say? 10, 10 kilos, kilos or 20? 10 kilos. 10 kilos. Do you know what it takes to lose 10 kilos? Well, you would die. I wouldn't, I don't think I would survive it. Yeah. But like, she is way skinny. How could she... Now that she lost 10 kilos, Kim. Jeez. I hope she gained it back. She was only 15, too. So anyway, she goes to Sao Paulo for three months, and then she comes home because she doesn't have enough money because they're not paying her. This is like classic human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. And then she joins the cult at age 15? Like, I'm confused. She's only in Sao Paulo for three months, so she comes home. Does she immediately join the cult? Is it a little later? And also, we get no clarification as to how she got in the cult. Like, Sarah offered it up. Like, oh, so you went with a friend? And she's like, yeah. But then... Like, Which is meaning, who knows, yeah. More details, please. Anyway, then she married this cult guy at 17, and he was 34, but then when does she go to China for modeling? Because we know from that modeling site where she posted her whole story that she like went to China without speaking any English. I think it was probably right after this because she went back to, to modeling Paul. pretty soon afterward. Yeah. I just want to, I want to know like, ever, I want to, I want a full two hour deep dive into Juliana's 
ages 14 to 19. I need to know everything. I think she's destined to write a book one day. I think so too. Yeah. I would love to do an extended podcast series on this. My favorite part of the whole Juliana and Sarah bromance, cismance, was Sarah, she didn't come out and say like, I was wrong about you because she never really went hard for her judgment wise, which is so rare on this show. My God. But one thing that, she said she obviously made a little bit of a, an assumption about Juliana. And I just, I really liked when she said, you have so much depth to you. And when I said I didn't want you to parent, she kind of apologizes for it. But she more importantly says why that was just a gut reaction and that she was wrong. Yeah. And it was such a cool moment. And then she says, I'm thankful that Mike chose you. And then she says, I'm grateful that you chose Mike. I mean, what else could you like? That's the sweetest thing you could possibly say to her to make her feel better. I just love this friendship. I mean, I just think that they're so sweet together. Like if Mike were in the picture, these two would still be friends. On the pillow talk preview that they kept showing on all the commercials. um, Pow said, (laughs) man, I want to be a cool ex-wife, which I thought it was funny. I did too. Good job, pal. I know. I wish I would have seen Russ's reaction to her saying that. Russ's gonna, reaction is always the same. I'm not going like to watch no Pillow reaction. Talk to see it. But no. Yeah. Oh, Russ. Russ. Um, Juliana's bike. <laughs> at first Freaking I was... Freaking adorable. At first I thought that was Jeez. hilarious for the wrong reason, but I mean, it's a small town. It was like my dad bought me a bike. I, I, yeah, but uh, it does afford her, you know, autonomy. She says she feels so free, so free with her bike. She was dressed like a nun. It was, she so was cute. It was really cute. She's somehow dressed like a nun, but still looks like incredibly sexy. It's very unfair. <laughs> uh, if I dressed like that, I would look like an 80 year old librarian that had never had sex. So congratulations, Juliana. Mary Poppins going Mary to see Poppins is sexy too, though. Her waist it's is like 15 inches or some been shit. a long time. Yeah. All right. Um, CC's Three pom-poms. Adorable. Days. Oh, yeah. Well, Three dog, days what? the dog licking her fingers oh. and then she like sticks her fingers in her mouth immediately. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> fucking die. I know not everyone shares my disgust. I share your disgust and I have a dog and I'm obsessed with my dog, as you know. Yeah. Anything else about these guys? Let's move on. Favorite couple, favorite couple. Least favorite couple. All right, there you go. There's your recap. Marcel has like three phrases that he just repeats over and over again. Family, Anna, I love you. Me bad. I feel so bad. Family me bad. bad. Um, I feel so sad. So sad. sad. Don't. Me, no. I want kiss you. <laughs> Smell hair. No, I want to punch you, Marcel. It's like, I want to punch him too. Love, love finish, Marcel. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I don't even know what to say about this. It's stupid. It's boring. I don't care about either of them. I know. I'm struggling to not laugh. Oh, I laughed. Whatever. Why can't we laugh? I, I laughed at the airport. It was, it was ridiculous. They're just bawling. I do think Anna is genuinely emotional. 
Like, I feel like she genuinely yeah. loves him or thinks she loves him. Sure. She's like losing her mind. But he like. I don't know what's to what love. Does, but what does. when He, when I'm he brings either. nothing to the table. Nothing. And I have gotten so many additional messages since we've talked about it at length from people that have Turkish parents-in-law or just Turkish people that are like, he speaks at a third grade level. So I. So this entire episode was Anna trying to manipulate him or change his mind. Just vapidly hoping that he's going to do something like you would see on friends and turn around. And he's he's not, he never says he has any intention of doing so. He never implies. He never gives any. He doesn't he, even really seem that conflicted, honestly. No. Oh, no. He's just really sad. He's sad, but he's like, no, I have to obey my parents. I Duh. Pick, I pick my mom. He just said it straight up. <laughs> yeah. I choose my mother. One day till departure when they start this episode, but 19 days left on the visa. He made it pretty quick. You'd think like just get married and decide later. Why didn't he go to New York and just see the sights at least? You got 19 <laughs> days. You're never going to be allowed back in this country. So like at least see something that you want to see. Go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Get out of fucking Omaha. Not that there's anything wrong with Omaha, but if you want to see the great wonders of America. If that's the only place you've seen any, you're not coming back for a very long time, if ever, (laughs) to the United States. The fuck out of here. They also made it seem like Marcel was like in this hotel and definitely like, oh, poor Marcel. He's by himself. He was in that hotel for one freaking night. One night, yeah, he was in that hotel by himself. She kicked him out so fast, he didn't even have his shit. No, he, except what did he have? His merce. He <laughs> had. He always has his merce just hanging over. Mind blowing conversation number four hundred eighty seven. No cry. I can't believe Anna. you didn't choose me. No cry. No cry, Anna. I am suffering too much pain. Lots of Do weird, about it. awkward patting her on the back. Ugh. Is that supposed to show affection? There is nothing worse than being patted That's... by a man that is supposed to romantically be in love with you. Do not pat Don't a woman do that, that you love. Don't men. do that ever. That just, it, it seems so childish. Yeah, it's like what you do to a three-year-old or like your mother, you know? Nobody wants to be, pat- no woman wants to be patted. <laughs> like, just stop patting. It's trying to burp her. <laughs> Seriously, it's horrible. I just, uh, what does Marcel want out of her? This is what I just cannot put my finger on. He's like, Anna, no, Anna, wait. I'm like, what do you want from her? He wants her to not cry. Well, that's that's not going to happen, clearly. Shh, shh, shh. They're, they're, they're. (laughs) It's like he's trying to console an infant. (laughs) No cry. Uh, he, I guess this is his first girlfriend, so That's, he yeah, doesn't uh, know anything about women. And it shows because this is what I, I didn't have a girlfriend in high school, but I imagine. <laughs> Did this, you pat your first girlfriend on the back or the head? No. <laughs> I imagine this is what a breakup looks like in middle school. Oh, good call. Yeah. Probably. Um, It's just people that don't have any emotional intelligence whatsoever. Yeah. And don't know how to keep a relationship going. 
there, if, if we were to ask Marcel or Anna, like, what do you love about the other? They would have nothing to say. I love Anna. Yeah. And this is what, and so this is what I wanted to talk about in depth is like, I like pie. (laughs) I think what in my dreams, I'm a Viking. Bees. Bees. (laughs) I think that they, what casting was trying to do was to get another Jenny and submit because it, it is similar only in the way that it's the cultural, pressures of the parents that is going to tear them apart does he have a monster cock that shoots honey (laughs) is that what this is what is she so transfixed about i don't know is it just he's here and he's willing to have sex with me i think it's just that he exists yeah listeners it's a new year Maybe your resolution includes dealing with issues or conflict you've been wanting to resolve for years now or to deal with depression or relationship issues. Maybe you'd love to talk to a counselor, but you're just not sure how to actually go about finding a counselor. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. If you've always wanted to try counseling but just aren't sure where to start, BetterHelp is for you. I used to go to counseling in person, but I found it so overwhelming trying to drive across town to get to my counselor, scheduling appointments with her weeks in advance. And I'm just so busy and I ended up not being able to go most of the time. I mean, come on, people. I have a lot of reality TV to watch. Okay. With BetterHelp, you can connect with professional counselors in a safe environment and communicate how it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. You can talk with a licensed professional counselor who specializes in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, and more. Everything is safe and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting for weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and for 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. No, still in 2020, the irony with the promo code is still hilarious to us. It will never get old. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Cray Cray, simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the perfect counselor for you. That's BetterHelp.com slash Cray Cray. I will also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. That's BetterHelp.com slash Cray Cray. Um, I just, there's nothing else that I really want to say about these B people. And I, there's nothing left. I mean, yeah, we don't see Marcel get on a plane. I'm just going to throw it out there. Get off my TV. See it. Get off my TV. You're boring as shit. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Go, go away. Do you want to talk about porcelain doll and Bill Cosby mask? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. That mask looks like he took a Bill Cosby sweater. Oh, and that's frightening. Cut a bizarre lucha luchadore mask out of it. It's not even like a real like lucha. Like I think of the luchador mask is more like either like bright red or like shiny metallic blue with yellow. Yeah. It just didn't do it for me. This mask. It's Bill Cosby. Oh, it's the name. All right. Clown music. Jasmine's braids are perfection. Like, I literally don't know how one could have braids that perfect. Step one, 
don't have a job (laughs) and be hanging out in your boyfriend's parents' house all day doing nothing. And not socializing because you don't want to talk to anybody. not enjoying any foodstuffs, spices. No, no. No. Not talking a lot. That freaking Caribbean shrimp. I'm still mad at her for not eating that delicious looking <laughs> shrimp. Seriously, like those braids. I'm just like, that's like something you would see. It looked like it, they were, it was a wig. It was so perfect. I'm like, did her sister come over and help her with that? There's just no way I could maneuver that by myself. They were perfect. Okay. Not liking spices in your food <laughs> puts her in, I think, a vast minority of human beings but not understanding the lyrics to Blake's music and not liking it, <laughs> she joins 99.9999% of Join the rest us. of Welcome to America, you belong here. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. It was fine. I'm sure if, if I was there, I probably would have been bobbing my head because you're in the moment. But his, the way that his friends judged her for not, liking particular music when you don't like someone what the fuck that's like when you're 16 and you're driving in your car and you're like hey guys listen to this song and then if everyone's not raging to it you get all offended it's so bizarre to me i did not understand that at all like i'm so team jasmine this entire episode a thousand percent like i understand i don't know if it's different if you're um your significant other is like an artist of some sort that you have to support them at all these outings. But I'm going to be the first to admit, like, you know, very well, Kyle, all I ever do on any given night, weekend or weekday is really hang out with you and podcast. (laughs) There are no other plans pretty much ever. And like, I don't want to go to some like rap show and stay out till midnight on a fucking Tuesday. My wife is in a band. Oh yeah. But I've been to see her band. (laughs) You, I like that was fun. You know that I've gone to every show in the last 10 years that they've done. That's true. But it's not her job. But like imagine how many it, shows yes. he must have. First of all, it's not her job. Which actually means it's way more likely that I would go to every show. Exactly. And also, I genuinely like her music. Yeah. Me too. And a bunch of our friends go and we just party. It's like a hangout. And the one time that I went, at least, it was early. If it was just me and my sister, and I abs- <laughs> and I just didn't get what her music was at all, I, I would go and I would hang out, but I would probably be drinking a lot. And Jasmine can't even do that. I know. And imagine if it was all of that that you just described, but it was four times a week. And my wife was wearing a mask that looked like a Bill Cosby sweater <laughs> while doing it too. I couldn't even look at her hot because she she dresses up when she when she yeah. plays. She's dressed to the nines like she looks hot. Yeah. And then fucking Blake, what the fuck? <laughs> that was great. man. I I'm I, not a yeah. club person. I don't think you are either. No. I'll just take a wild guess there. You don't you don't hear about me going to the club. I think you've been to a lot of clubs. I have been to a lot of clubs. But not, I'm now done Not with necessarily them. recently. Not recently. Yeah. <laughs> I had some fun nights at clubs, you know, yeah. my younger years. But I guess Jasmine is pretty young. Well, she's like 26. 
So she's not like 20, but she's she's young enough, I guess. How old's Blake? Twenty something. Um, I just think it would be really hard if your significant other were in Blake's position where he says he's the VP of the label, which is a completely arbitrary title to have given yourself. I'm and the I'm the CEO of this podcast. <laughs> What's that make me? The VP. <laughs> I'm VP of Cray Cray Podcast. Um, I just think it would be hard because if wait you, wait, junior VP. <laughs> is that a thing it's the glass ceiling you've hit it i've hit it oh i thought my head hurt <laughs> the um i don't know i just I, I just think it would be hard to maintain that stamina of going out all the time i was a bartender you know before and when i bartended and i would like date people they'd be like i want to come into your bar and i'd be like that's fine like once or maybe twice but i'm working yeah go away like you're going to you force me to herbalism school if you keep this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It's his work. I, you know, my, my husband works in finance and I support him wholly, wholeheartedly. But I don't need to be that freaking passionate about it. My wife has never asked me a single question about computer programming. <laughs> she's interested. Nor I, has my husband. I think she's interested in the general domain space of what I'm doing. Yeah, sure. Right? But... Anything specific, I would never even try to go into the details. No, not at all. And my it, my husband's the same. He'll ask me general questions, but he doesn't. He's not like passionate about my career. I'm not passionate about my own career. <laughs> <laughs> so why would I expect someone to be passionate about mine? It's yeah, it's dumb. Um, what did you? The fighting about the makeup in the car, I thought was cute. I did too, and it showed that. They, I think they're a real couple in a real relationship. I do too. I've I th- never had doubts that this is fake. I just think this is her. I just think that's the way that they are. I feel like if they are alone, they have a way closer connection. When and she just is not good in front of a camera. Totally. When she says, I just want to hang out with you. She's being literal. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to see anyone. Not else. this camera crew. Nope. <laughs> not your fucking friends. And honestly, after this episode, I don't blame her. I didn't really give a shit about the friends that much. I was leaning toward that they were assholes before. Yeah. But after this episode, his friends suck, dude. I know. They do suck. Um, do you have anything else horrible to say about these friends or people or anything? They all suck. They do suck. I okay. Hate LA. I hate LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Andrea would agree with you from walk up. <laughs> for very different reasons. Yes. We have the big one now. God. We save the best for last, guys. We save the best. Do you want to see how many ca- how much caps are in my notes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. That's hilarious. I don't even know like where to start here. I mean, my first note is, can you really jump a barrier in JFK airport without getting arrested? Like, yeah. Dave, I mean, how many things have they done in this airport that are just not allowed? Like throwing trash on the floor. I'm surprised she didn't start throwing the petals on the flower on the ground and then point at someone and yell at them to clean it up. That tiger lily was beautiful. I'm just going to smell you. Oh, I love smell the natural your, smell uh, of your armpit. The armpit of my weakness. Uh, the natural smell. That's why I like it. Mm, Sinjin mm. has lost his beer belly, and that p- 
pisses me off because I know it's because he hasn't had access to beer. Because he hasn't eaten anything. He's <laughs> living in a shed. Starving himself in a shed with no whiskey. That whiskey wasn't to get drunk. That was just to make it through another day. <laughs> Calories. Yeah. <laughs> and I just... Okay. okay. What did you think of this Apple thing? <sighs> Tanya is basically a baby fucking bird. People are going to think it's disgusting, but like... I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> he like would cut the apple with his teeth and give her the slice of apple. Okay, it's gross. It's revolting. It is revolting. So, um, <sighs> did did they just don't seem happy the next morning? And I'm wondering, they banged, right? The it must first have been night. really smelly, but not in a good way. There was no sex corner. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if they were able to Sinjin, have sex. why didn't you bring my cock rings? Is this the same exact hotel room again? It looked like they, it, didn't it? Looked it? like literally the same exact room. Yeah. Which means production's paying for it. Totally. They're I mean, getting, it was a nice hotel. A yeah. yeah. And it was like in a big, like they had a big parking lot. I just want to point out that Tanya blames this fight in the car, which we're going to talk about right now, on her necklace that released the stone, which was like some sort of mahogany obsidian something. It releases negative energy. And so Tanya thinks that's why they had this blow up argument in the car. And that was a tweet, a post-production tweet. A post-production tweet, yes. From TLC. Yes, yeah. it was. Well, you knew this was going to turn into something bad when she says, I just crave stability now and I wanted to kill someone. What? How? That's my first all caps. She doesn't have a leg to stand on, right? (laughs) Do we even need to explain it? It's so stupid. They live in a goddamn shed and she just got back from the jungle (laughs) where she was dancing with dance instructors and the bra squad for 30 days. I mean, it's just so... Just learning to appreciate his armpits that much more. Craving stability. I think what Tanya is trying to convey is that she wants Sinjin not just to talk in sweeping generalities and sweeping dreams, but wants to show his progress like towards those dreams and that he is a free spirit and flighty. And I'm like, yeah, but that you chose to be with him knowing that was his personality and it hasn't even been two months yet and he literally can't work he literally can't work and all he did was do chores for your mom for the last 30 days what are you pissed off about when he literally can't work why isn't he allowed to just dream big about stuff exactly and his dreams aren't even that crazy like he could be a fireman they're all career he could be a carpenter the only one that's a little bit more ethereal is owning land and growing food which it seems like they could do in their backyard right now. Looks like they have a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Like they could start a you, small garden. They could get could some not, pumpkins you, back there. You definitely could not grow enough on that property in Connecticut to sustain yourself. No. But I have, love that he just doesn't want to go to the supermarket. He doesn't trust the supermarket food. That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Um, she's happy to be back in his arms. Sorry, I'm still at the airport now. Um, ready to start working on goals, craving stability. Can we talk about the mines? Oh my God, yes. Okay, so first... What the hell? First of all, even before the mines, Sinjin says, when I'm working, I like feel the system and I'm not, I feel like I'm not working for myself and I'm working to make someone else richer. He hadn't even said that he spent seven goddamn years in a mine and I was agreeing with that. I feel like that every day. I, I go feel to work. like that every single day of my life. And 
we both have good careers. The thing is, you, I, and Sinjin wasn't saying, therefore, I'm not going to get a job. All he was saying was that his ambitions are to not necessarily work for someone else or to do a job like firemen or policemen where there's a service element to it. Yeah, which is totally fine and admirable in, in many ways. Tanya twists that and her only response is so annoying. Fuck you. God. And guess what? I've done very well in software. I still work for the man and I'm going to for a couple more years. You don't get to the point if you follow a career path where you can work for yourself unless you bust your ass or you have a a brilliant idea Mm -hmm. to start your own thing and you have the money to back it up. It takes fucking time, you idiot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And I think what Tanya's like trying to say that's all she said she wants to put him in a specific box because she wants him to do the things that she expects of a husband and a father the she box yeah (laughs) she shed and then to the she box okay now we can talk about the mines because holy shit he worked in the mines for seven years starting at 18 this is interesting because what kind of mine? I am dying to know. It's eh, the most likely is coal mine, but there's diamond that's, mines. There's, that's what, yeah, yeah. There's lots of different mines in South Africa. They mine lots of different things, and so I just it could just know. be something as banal as copper or silicon. You know, yeah. it could be anything. But the point is, the fact that he went from eighteen to a mine. I think that fills in some gaps about his childhood. Totally. I don't know almost anything about South Africa, but it seems like that pretty much rules out Sinjin comes from a rich family of privilege, right? A hundred percent. He does not. He's like probably Ronald level income because if you're working in the mine, like the politicians kids are not working in the mine. No. And they never he never made it out like he came from a rich family, but we saw like very quick glimpses and I don't know. I didn't know what to make of it. You would think I think the reason that a lot of people assumed that he may have grown up rich is because he is such a free spirit and he's traveling or he's dogging around. Yeah. He's going to Thailand. He must his he must his family must have money. The truth was is that he just worked in a goddamn mine and wanted to be and just wants to be free. Yeah. And he said, he literally said, I had friends die in the mine and coworkers. Did he say sick and die? He said, get sick and die. Maybe I bet it was a coal mine. And that was so long ago, though. Oh, God. Get over your friends dying, you pussy. Sorry working underground for dinosaur rocks so a coal baron could go on a yacht made you hate the system, man. God, she's so terrible. Oh. You would think if he had worked in a mine for so long that he would recognize a pit of despair when he saw it. <laughs> Your meme today killed me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the... I just... And then Tanya goes into her same whining, like, you know, I don't feel heard. And she's allowed to talk about not feeling heard, but Sinjin is the one that is not heard because she just 
casts his fears aside like it's nothing. I love when he said, <laughs> I love when he said, yeah, I'm going to get a job. I'm just going to take the system right up me bum. <laughs> Which is what the American worker does every single day. Welcome <laughs> to America. Welcome, Sinjin. Welcome she, to getting it up the bum. I just, she acts like she's this responsible, put together person. And she just was in freaking herb school for the past month. This makes me like Sinjin so much more because most of the time when someone says, I'm a free spirit and I don't think about the future, that just means that they were probably just a super rich kid, right? Yeah. And or, or it's entitled in some way. Yeah. Just why, why would they think about the future? Who cares? They're going to have all the money in the world. They can do whatever they want. He thinks he doesn't think about the future and he's a free spirit because he worked in a goddamn mine mm -hmm. for seven years and he saw his friends and coworkers die and he doesn't want to be a cog in the machine that like a world exists where that is a thing. Can you imagine how soul crushing that must be? No, I, I mean, I, I can't believe, you know, mining, where mining is a hard, yeah. hard job. And people did it for decades. You know, people thousands, of my father's generation. Of years. Were, yeah, yeah. Like it's insane to to think about. That's a hard freaking life and it's a hard job and you get pretty sick too. So depending I, on the conditions, yeah. Yeah. I just Tanya says it's time to grow up and for him to get a real job. And I think it's time for Tanya to grow up and stop going to herb school and maybe you get a job. I'm pissed that I went to go learn and I told you to go learn woodworking. <laughs> um, well, we didn't have $800. I told you not to worry about it. But we didn't have the money, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> He's like, I was doing chores for your mother all day. And not drinking. Every day and not even, I didn't even earn whiskey. I would rather go to the mine than hang out with your mother. God. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? If you love our podcast and you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about this trashy trash garbage show for even more hours every week, sign up for our Patreon. As a Patreon member, you'll get extended recap episodes every week, typically two hours long without ads, and you'll get bonus episodes as well. It's only $5 a month, and you can add our Patreon podcast feed to the Apple Podcasts app and many Android apps as well. Treat yourself this new year and go to patreon.com slash realitycraycray to sign up. That's patreon.com slash realitycraycray. Um, are you excited at all for next week? We suspect, again, there are four episodes left, but that is total suspicion we don't know i'm as excited as you could get with this season yeah i it's it's so lukewarm to me i don't want to see any more ann and marcel no me neither. And I, I bet you anything next week they're skipped completely i think so too because it's a it's a cliffhanger they want us to just feel like marcel got on the plane for two weeks but he's not excited to see juliana and michael's wedding yeah i think it's going to be one of the few 90 day weddings where you could look at it and get inspiration for like your own wedding <laughs> it's like oh You're my pinterest board can fill up now <laughs> we're gonna spend a lot of money yeah pinterest yeah. boards are gonna expand <laughs> yeah i think that looks fun but I've, i have 
enjoyed Robert and Annie's scenes quite a bit. Me too. I want lately. them to come back because they're the only, even I, I think I hate Robert more. Well, no. Who do you dislike more Robert or Tanya? Oh, for sure. Tanya. Yeah. Okay. Just because again, Sinjin's more likable. Yeah. I, I enjoy well, for some reason, Robbie, R- Robert I mean, Tanya, and Annie's scenes are in, entertaining. Not just because Sinjin's more likable, but fucking Tanya brought him over here and put him in a shack and put him to work. <laughs> At least, at least Robert has an apartment. At least if Robert has an apartment and doesn't make her do anything except be a bang maid. She didn't. <laughs> I guess. Hashtag I bang guess. nanny. Yeah. I I do. They're entertaining. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, I do every scene with Mike and Natalie. I've been riveted this entire season. Me too. I want to see that. I want to. I want that wrapped up with a nice little bow. But yeah. maybe we get more than one episode. If there's four episodes left, it can't be all Tanya, Sinjin, and Robert, Annie. There's got to be other couples. Well, Marcel and Anna will make a comeback, the last two. Yeah. Two? I need one more episode with them just to tie it up and and, and call it a day. It would be funny if that's, this was just it. It's done. <laughs> it's, that's it's all over. they have. It's just straight to the tell-all. Yeah, Marcel straight. Skypes in from <laughs> Turkey. From Turkey. <laughs> Um, yeah. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring the podcast. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray for 10% off your first month. And thank you, HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash cray cray 10 to get 10 free meals. Anything Th- else, Kyle? No, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray and at going.kyle patreon.com slash reality cray cray well over 2000 members really excited about this year yeah it's gonna be a great year and we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye